0: Listening Dog Media.
1: This week, we've got Nicole Rolser on the show, who Natasha Dowie knows very well from her glory days at Liverpool. You won back-to-back titles together. And the reason, Tash, that we've invited Nikki along to have a chat with us is to talk about careers post-football and what a lot of players go on to do. And Nikki, just fill us in on what your current role is.
0: Um, I'm the team manager of the Bayern Munich Women since 2020 now.
1: Excellent. So to go from being a player into that general manager role, what was that transition like for you?
0: Um, Yeah, I mean, I did my ACL three times. I did it in uh, 2018 again. And yeah, my body was just dead. So um, my contract was running out in 2020. And I got the opportunity um, to be a team manager at the club. And yeah, if I'm honest, that's that's a great opportunity for me, and it's a great job. I love it, and yeah, it was the right decision just to stop my football career, um, just to be able
2: to yeah, play a little bit football or to do some sports um, when I'm older. Nikki, how did you find the transition? You know, the first maybe couple of months after being Nicole Rosler, the football player, to then general manager. Did you struggle? Or did you find the transition pretty easy? um
0: it was quite hard in the beginning in the beginning if i'm honest because i was a player mm. and now yeah i'm in the office i had a lot of friends in the changing room and um, it was hard to to find the distance yeah. um it was also hard when I was training outside and i was sitting in the office Um in the beginning i was a few times outside just to watch training yeah. um but yeah after a few months um it got better and better, and
2: it was uh, totally the right decision. And yeah, I'm I'm really happy that that I got the opportunity. I know exactly how you feel, actually, because I feel like our situation is quite similar. You know, with the ambassador role now, I feel like, and it's probably harder for you because you're in that environment still seeing them training every day, whereas I'm based, you know, a a bit away from Melwood. But I remember, like you said, that friendship thing. It's like, now I'm the ambassador. I kind of have to take a step back. You know, I I can't maybe be socializing as much with the girls because I'm working for the club now. And it is, it's so hard. And especially because you were so young, young as well you know i think that must have i kind of felt like i could still play and still have an impact so i think that kind of stepping away i can definitely um you know i, I can understand how you're feeling 100 percent.
0: yeah it was quite hard but but it was totally totally the right decision so after a few months I, I knew it was the right decision because i love my job and my body was just like not not good enough for for this level of
1: football did you both make plans for life post football? It seems from your injury, Nikki, that you got an opportunity that might have been quite fortunistic. Really, you know, it was it was there. They had a vacancy when you were at the club, and you were having some some time away from the first team. So it might have been that you could sow those seeds for what you did next. And and like, likewise with you, Tash. I think your relationship at Liverpool you've nurtured over time, haven't you?
2: Yep. You go first, Nick. <laughs> Yeah, I mean, I I
0: did uh, or I was studying while I was a uh, player in Liverpool, and I was working for a third division club uh, in Munich while I was playing for Bayern Munich. So, yeah, because I did my ACL like uh, two times when I was really young, so I knew um, if I if I happened a, th- a third time, yeah, it could be like my career could be over, and that what happened. So. I I was planning like my
2: my second job after my football career and I think that was a really really good decision I, yeah um, I think as well I think the thing that you definitely did Nikki that I didn't was the education and I think I always remember that when we played together at Liverpool you're always so smart always studying and I think probably that's where I then had to build like you said Lindsay relationships within the club you know I'd like to think I'm a people person I ask questions I like to build relationships so yes I don't have the degrees or qualifications but I feel like Potentially, the way I wore the badge, the way I represented Liverpool is what allowed me to now do this role. And I also feel like, Nikki, you did that as well. You know, I do think that the respect... From playing at Bayern Munich, you know, I know you as a person, you know, you're not just a great football player, you're a great person. So yes, you had the qualifications and you're a smart girl. But I also feel like even if you didn't have that, I feel like you would have got that role within the club just because of that relationship you built, which I think is really important. And I think this is, I go into academies now and I talk to girls and I say, look... Do your education. That is so important. But if it doesn't happen, I think there's so many opportunities that can still happen through connections and building relationships. And I think that's really important.
1: I do want to come back to the role of um, general manager with you, Nikki just to find out what that entails. But first of all, just for those people listening who are, who are thinking, you know what? I came to WSL a little bit later. I know that Liverpool won back-to-back titles, but I'm not so familiar with that team. I'm going to allow, allow Tash to just describe you as a player because you were player's player of the year in 2014. You'd been there for both of those winning seasons and then you went on to Bayern Munich after Liverpool. So Tash, you, you're great
2: at this. Just tell everyone what sort of player Nikki was. <laughs> That's easy. It's my privilege, to be honest. I think, in my opinion, she is one of the best that's ever put on a Liverpool shirt. I think that she came to Liverpool and truthfully, we are all guilty. We maybe hadn't have heard of these players that Matt Beer brought over and Nicky was one of them. And as soon as I started training with her and playing with her, I thought, my life is going to be so easy as a centre forward because she basically, she was, had such a low sense of gravity, like a Messi, you know, the way that he can like just get in between players. So skillful. I think she must have won us seven or eight penalties throughout the season because people just had to take her down. You know, she could score goals. She scored so many important goals for us. She assisted me so many times, you know, so I definitely wouldn't have got the golden boot without Nikki and my team, 100%. And I think the great thing the first year when we won the league, it was me, Nikki and Louise Fours, top 3 goal scorers. So it was kind of fun we were not all competing for golden boot but it was just lovely to know that you know we were all contributing and you know kind of fighting for that golden boot but how nice to see all three of us you know at the top of the table. So I was devastated when she left to be honest and I think it showed really, you know, because when she did left, we struggled massively. I think you can see that the success we had. And then when we started losing people like Nikki, you know, your man, Tacostas, Whitney Engans, all those talented players we had there, the team unfortunately suffered. So yeah, absolute privilege. You know, one of my favorite players to ever have played with. Thank you, Tash. <laughs> but it's true. Honestly, it is.
0: Yeah, mm-hmm. I, lo- I love playing with you <laughs> as well. So we had to be at... Had- Two and a half great yeah. seasons.
2: Very true.
1: So the general manager role, Nikki, break that down for us for anyone who loves watching women's football and they might not be the most skillful in terms of playing, but they might want a career in it eventually. Um, what does your your current role entail? Uh, yeah, I just wanna that the players they they need to
0: be like uh, just. To, heads on the field and I wanna like do everything outside of the field so they can focus on football and everything what's outside what happened outside it's like my job I wanna keep everything away I will do my or I want to do my best like in terms of hotels flights traveling um, food I'm the main contact of the champions league things like this I want to help like players who come from abroad that they can settle in very well. What I did, um, that was great. When I uh, signed for Liverpool, um, I felt very welcome, and that's uh, yeah my target. I want player who come from abroad that they settle
2: in very well and they can like uh, focus on football and um, yeah can bring their best on the pitch. I think that's so important though as well, and I think. You being a player, I think is even more valid because you've travelled, so you've maybe had good experience and bad. You know, I can only think, I relate to myself that when for instance i signed for ac milan you know a massive club like ac milan and i thought oh my god this is going to be incredible and i remember getting picked up at the airport doing all the medicals and i thought okay this is really top professional and then i remember getting dropped off at the um, apartment you know and, and things like it wasn't cleaned you know there was no covers there was no sheets there was no duvets no cutlery no nothing you know and this was i think it was at 10 p.m. at night no food you know not even just a bit of milk in the fridge you know and this is a new country that i've moved to you you know, I don't speak Italian, you know, and it's uh, luckily I was with my partner, Becky. But if you're on your own, that's quite a daunting prospect. You go there, you're hungry. You've been traveling all day. You haven't got any bed covers. I was in Ikea shopping at 10 p.m. at night, spending like over 400. They've yeah, got those everywhere. <laughs> spending over 400 pounds just to kit myself up and things like that just shouldn't be happening at this level you know so I think Nikki, it's spot on like you know you know what the players need and I think there's nothing more powerful than the players just being able to focus fully on the football so yeah they're very lucky to have you for sure
0: yeah that's absolutely true because I was a player and I know what they need and what they want and yeah I mean mm-hmm. uh, women's football it's just they or the Bundesliga just growing and growing and I know how how it feels if if I'm a player and I just want to play football and give the best on the pitch. What is
2: out of your interest Sorry, lens. What is the difference between the WSL and Bundesliga? Would you say is there any big differences from what you see? Um, I think the Bundesliga is more tactical. Um, in England, it's more
0: physical. I would say, and uh, the media and uh, TV is like more, uh, yeah more and more um, than in germany but it, we are getting there but it was a huge uh, development uh, when i came in 2013 and now in england it's it's amazing amazing to see
1: what are your key relationships at the club now in this new role? Is it with the manager? Do you also work with the business side of the club when they're wanting to bring in those players that you're helping settle in? Do you help identify talent? Are you involved in that process?
0: I'm not involved in
1: identify talents. I'm just like the person between the
0: team and the manager. So I want to help if, if, if something happens. I want to... I want that the players um, feel trust in me, that they can, can, can come to me if something happens. And I might uh, speak to the yeah sporting director or to the coach, whatever. I'm like a person who they can trust in everything.
1: We have a couple of high profile Bayern Munich players that left Chelsea to go to you in Magdalena Eriksson and Pinilla Harder. What did you do with them? How did you help them settle in? Well, give, give us a case. <laughs>
0: yeah, I mean, uh, they're great players. And uh, for example, I, I helped them uh, f- uh, in a medical check. I picked them up at the airport. I brought them to the apartment and um, showed them a little bit around. Yeah, things like this. So, and did they know
2: your career? Just about to yeah, ask that, did. Lindsay. Yeah. I was going to say, <laughs> you know, you know. I hope they knew how good you were. Not, not that you're just a general yeah. manager. Good.
0: If I'm honest, uh, Colonel Howder, she knew me uh, from okay. Wolfsburg when we played each other. Um, but it was quite funny um, because when I saw them the first time, she she knew who I am. Oh, so it was nice. quite nice. And we had a good first
2: uh, Impression, yeah,
0: yeah meeting and relationship and yeah it's it was quite cool the same with uh, Georgia Steinway oh yes
2: oh yeah, yeah Georgia Steinway of
1: course yeah yeah oh because she I feel like she's in... been over there so long now yeah <laughs> that's
0: true yeah 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 but she, she came to uh, Munich and I showed her around we went for food and yeah it was a really really cool because uh, we had like similar things with the um, English league and we know you Tash you were like uh, a player who she knows and I, and yeah, it, it was great. And uh, Georgia, I mean, she's the first English player um, for us. So it's it's quite cool to see, yeah.
1: Can we round off, because we're very grateful for your time, Nikki, but we must let you get back to your duties at Bayern minute, But can we just round off by, by what advice or, or what state you think the game is in for players post-football? Because as in your case, Nikki, there can be injuries that cause players' careers to be shortened or just for the fact that you know a career comes to an end and then they've got to go on to try and do something else. And there are organisations certainly here in England to try and help with that. I'm sure that's the case over in Germany as well. But do you think there's more that can be done or do you feel quite optimistic about the future for when players either retire or are forced into retirement?
0: I feel quite optimistic, if I'm honest, so we as a club, we um, prepare the players, we, we um, offer them some studying, why they play football, and we have like some, um, yeah, how would I say it, it's like uh, some people, they, they help them, so like our sponsors, they can do like uh, internships and things like this. So we are quite, quite good in this because we want to help like the players, because when they stop the career, they, they need to, they need to go to work. I mean, it's getting better and better with the money, but still you can be done like from this day to the, to another day. So because of injuries and things like this, yeah. Back
2: from your perspective, Tash. Yeah, you know what? I, I think that sounds amazing. What Nikki's been saying, I, I and I think that the PFA is obviously big over here with regards to you know putting on courses for players to to get involved in and to do their studies. I definitely think it. It's I think ro- roles like what I have myself, what Nikki has, you know, making them. A bit more well known, it then allows players to think, okay, there is pathways forming. I think we might be the first. You know, I might be the first female ambassador, but hopefully, I'm not the last. Same for Nikki. You know, and I think it's important that we keep you know opening doors and opportunities So when the females do eventually have to retire there are more pathways for them the same in the media Lindsay you know you see now you know back when you were doing it when me and Nikki were winning the league you know there was probably just yourself whereas now there's so many more females in the media industry and I think that's because of yourself you know opening up doors and giving people opportunities so I think it's really important that we all empower each other
1: yeah and there's always enough to go around exactly. I think if you're good enough You'll be there, won't you? Um, Nikki, we wish you all the best with the rest of the season at Bayern Munich. We'll be checking in. I'm sure Tash will be checking in as well on how you're doing throughout the rest of
2: the year. And she's coming over soon to see us. She's coming to the United game versus Liverpool. So, Uh, yeah, uh, have have a nice weekend in Liverpool. Yeah, yeah. (laughs) Yeah.
0: (laughs) Thank you so much, guys.
1: Excellent. Thank you so much. See you, Nick. Nice to see you. The Offside Rule. with Lindsay Heaper and Natasha Dowie.